Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, just a few thoughts for us today on this feast day of Philip and James. Uh, You know, there's not a a real intrinsic reason... um, in the scriptures anyway, why these two should be honored on the same day. For centuries, the church honored only four of the apostles. The church had special feast days for Peter and Paul and John the Evangelist and Andrew, the brother of Peter. And the church memorialized the rest of the apostles uh, for centuries on June 29th. But it was in the 6th century when the bodies of Philip and James were brought together at the same time to Rome, where they were laid to rest in the Basilica of the Holy Apostles. So from that point on, the church kind of began to honor these two guys at the same time. So which James are we talking about? Uh, We're talking about the James known as James the Less, which of all the nicknames in all history, that just, poor guy, right? I'm not a lesser guy, right? So, or if you've seen the Chosen series, it's uh, Big James and Little James. But the name probably comes from the fact that he was younger, right? It probably comes from the fact that he was younger, not less important. Uh, in fact, he was really important because he was actually, he was referred to as the brother of the Lord. Hebrew, they didn't have a word for blood brother. They had just a word for kinsman. So he was, he was related, um, his mother was related, related to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we can see in the scriptures that there was a distinct closeness between Jesus and James. Um, because it says that Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, appears separately to just James. There must have been a special bond there. There must have been a special bond. Tradition tells us that James is the one who authored the epistle to James, which is uh, the one that that, um, upset Martin Luther probably the most. He referred to it as an epistle of straw because in his, his epistle he wrote, faith without works is dead, which just totally went against Martin Luther's whole sola fide project of by faith alone. We also get the sacrament of the sick, the words for the sacrament of the sick from the Apostle James where he says, are there any sick among you? Let them send for the priests of the church. Let the priests pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord, and the sick persons will will be saved and their sins will be forgiven. All that from the Apostle James. He was uh, central in the church's decision from the very beginning, that council of Jerusalem deciding uh, that Gentile converts need not be circumcised, and every convert to Christianity since is grateful to James, especially the men. And it was in the year 62 AD where he was put to death. He was martyred as a mob turned him over, and they blamed him for, uh, or they, they said that he was breaking law, the breaking temple law, and he was beaten with a club to death. Philip, uh, let's talk about Philip real quick. He was one of the first 12 apostles called by Christ. So it was the day after that the Lord called Peter and Andrew, he found Philip in Galilee. This is what it says in John's Gospel. It says, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee. Why? He found Philip there. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. It continues from their point. It says, Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathaniel responds to uh, Philip's invitation when he says he's from Nazareth. Nathaniel says, can anything good come from Nazareth, right? And Philip, his great response was, come and see, come and see. Which, for my money, as I've been praying with that, I just keep thinking about how that is the, that is the prototype. That is the, 
That is the essence of evangelization. It's just, it's invitation. Come and see. Come and see. Here's what's interesting about Philip. Despite how much faith he had initially, right? He, he, was, he dropped everything, followed the Lord, went out and bringing people to Jesus, brings Nathaniel. Philip had some serious uh, faith crisis moments throughout Jesus' ministry too. The whole scene with the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus turns to Philip when he sees this huge crowd coming. He says, Philip, where shall we buy enough bread to eat? And Philip's like, 500 days wages are not going to be enough to feed these people. Send them into the towns. We can't take care of this. He failed the test, right? He failed the test because just moments later, Jesus brings the the loaves and fishes and uh, miraculously multiplies them. It's also in the Last Supper that we have for the gospel today where Philip is still just not getting it, right? Master, show us the Father. Philip, have I been with you so long, you still don't get it? I, I, like, I really relate to Jesus' words there sometimes. You know, like, do you still not get it? Do you still not get it? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So both of these guys, Philip and James, they show us a few things. They first show us that Jesus isn't demanding that we have massive, like, rock-solid faith. That he works with those whose faith is feeble. He works with those whose faith is mustard seed size, right? That's plenty big. In the end, both of them gave their lives for Christ They were both martyred, uh, and they both rest in the Basilica in Rome, waiting uh, their glorious resurrection. So we call on their intercession today, their boldness, their courage, um, that they would pray for us as we carry the apostolic faith forward today. Amen.